Welcome to another episode of I Feel Seen, the podcast where we review movies mainly on Netflix to help you get through your Netflix, uh, not cue, but you know, there's a lot of stuff on Netflix and nobody knows where to start. So we're here to help and sometimes we do other platforms, but with all this rambling, my apologies, I'm Autumn. <laughs> I'm Nia. Uh, and today we are reviewing White Girl, uh, <laughs> going through my mind. Yeah, we we uh we're interview. Oops, interviewing, reviewing a movie called White Girl. Yes, we are. So, I guess we can get started. <laughs> this movie was very appropriately named. Oh uh, yeah, because it is about a white girl mm-hmm. who's on that white girl. <laughs> who, who, who sells that white girl who busts it wide open for that white girl like she just it's it's just white girl all around yeah um, yeah um i'm sorry i was gonna yeah, ask an allegory you're fine you're fine um yeah it's an allegory for white privilege i mean it's mm-hmm. just very mm. straightforward yep um and it is it is that you know it's um just just privilege all over the place um one she just is you know okay so let's start from the beginning so the main character name is leah oh that's i I didn't even notice that any of them had names because (laughs) i don't think they said each other's names much they they say it very briefly like she introduces herself to the guy blue but i definitely went to my most trusted news source wikipedia (laughs) (laughs) and found you know and i just was looking over the um synopsis again so leah is going to college what college we don't know i think it didn't spend much very much time at school in the movie the way Um, I think she was talking to, who was she talking to? I don't recall who the conversation was with, but I think this is the summer before she's starting her second year of college. Okay. okay. Yeah. So this is the time where she and her friend find an apartment in, I believe, the Ridgewood section of Brooklyn. Why... They would move out there. I don't know. Like, I don't know if it is. let me stop. <laughs> but it's far. Like, it just seems like it's far from everything. And they even mention, like, I don't like that we have to take the M train. And I'm like, have I ever even been on the M? Like, is that the brown line? Is that the yellow line? Like, it's just, it's not, it's not an area, at least I don't think, that is, like, easy access to, mm. like, you know, fun New York stuff. But I could be gotcha. Yeah. Well, Leah and her bestie, and her name is Katie. Of course, it is. Right. They moved to Queen. Uh, they moved to Queens the, over the summer. I think it's Brooklyn. Oh, my trusted news source says Queens. They're probably just, wrong. You know what? I could be wrong. In my in my head, it's Brooklyn, but I, don't I mean know. that makes sense. I don't know anybody in Ridgewood, and I don't know anyone who's ever lived there. But <laughs> I. Thinking it's Brooklyn. You know what? Let me just stop thinking and go ahead and Google. 
Ridgewood. Mm -mm -mm. Sorry, I would play a little bit of music while I'm Googling. (laughs) (laughs) Some elevator music. I know, right? Girl from Ebony. Okay, no, lies. It is... uh, Okay, so Ridgewood is a neighborhood in the New York City borough of Queens. It borders the neighborhoods of Maspeth, Middle Village, and Glendale, as well as the Brooklyn neighborhoods of Bushwick and East Williamsburg. Okay, that's why. Okay. I'm like, is this a Brooklyn-y? Okay, mm-hmm. but it's on the border. Makes sense. All right. Okay. So, um, as they're moving in, of course, you know they're like wearing booty shorts and Daisy Dukes and stuff. And just so everything just, all out. Like, do right. they even own draws or bras? Because I feel like <laughs> every scene. <laughs> They were just kind of covered in, like, a handkerchief of some sort. Right. Even at work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't get me started on the work. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so they're moving in, and um, as they're moving in, there's some Puerto Rican guys, of course. Um, one of them happened to be Mars Blackman from She's Gotta Have It. Yeah. He was just out there chilling. And... Um, you know, they're like watching them and catcalling and stuff. And the girl's like, <laughs> stop. <laughs> right. And so <laughs> I'm just like, okay, I'm already annoyed. Mm-hmm. Totally. And so they move in and somehow like some other white dudes come over. Yeah, but they didn't stay very long. No, but they obviously ran out of drugs. And so. Leah, white girl, just goes outside. Yeah, and Katie at didn't night. Want her to go. Sorry to cut you off. I re- recall Katie did not want her to go. Right. And but she just assumed, oh, I'm in this neighborhood. Those dudes look Puerto Rican. They know where the drugs are. She just right. like sashayed her little ass out there and went across the street and was like, hey, can you guys like help me? <laughs> 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 just unattended just you know nobody just yeah mm-hmm. so um you know she's she pulls up on them and they're like yeah we don't have anything for you and you can see the wheels turning in blue's eyes and he's just like yeah she's lit she's not lit i mean no. this this child is so basic when i tell you just so she's cute you know, I would say that she is attractive, but, like, come on. You live right. in New York. All right. of the breathtaking women, all just just gorgeous people. I mean, New York, I think, has the most beautiful people I've ever seen in the United States and the ugliest at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you know, it's New York. It's, it's the highest right. of the highs and the lowest of the lows. But she's... She's not... I mean... Is she just yeah? I don't want to call her basic because I think she is an attractive person, but come on, yeah, really, she's just got like this long wavy hair and she's really skinny. That's I didn't it. think homegirl was anything to write home about. No, but. I mean, I guess it like yeah, I wouldn't say anything to write home about. Definitely, kind of just plain looking but at the same time attractive but not like enough to make someone go damn right 
<laughs> Who is that? <laughs> right. So I don't know. So anyhow, it's not long before Blue ends up at her house. Oh, no. Did he come to the house? So she goes to work. Uh, yeah, okay. So that's, yeah. So it was the whole, you know, you should say no to drugs. <laughs> right. And she walks away kind of angry, but kind of laughing. But, like, you know, all up in her privileged feelings because she wanted some drugs. And she assumed that the brown people had them. And then they told her no. And she was upset. Is how right. dare you tell her no to anything. Right. She lives in that neighborhood now. Which <laughs> is her neighborhood. And things should work out the way she wanted to work out. Right. Hmm. But yeah, so she takes her ass to work the next morning. So she goes to um to work and her boss is like a total sleaze. Oh my gosh. Now I didn't look this up. I need to be better about doing research and not doing stuff on the spot. But did that gentleman play a hobbit of some sort? Hmm. I don't know, but I just looked at him and I thought, were you in Lord of the Rings? Like I'm trying to envision you. You know, because they had to obviously do, like, makeup and stuff with him to make him look, you know, Hobbit-like in Lord of the Rings. But I'm like, is he? Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm going to give you some more. Okay, I didn't have to do it that long. Yay. Jason, Justin Bartha. Mm, No, I know him because of The Hangover. Okay. Yeah, he's The Hangover dude. He's the one that's actually getting married and has the problematic friends <laughs> and just looking through his IMDb yeah um hangover failure to launch national treasure Sean was right I was watching this movie with my brother and he said that he was in that horrible Benefer movie and I was like Geely and yeah he was in Geely um so yeah but anyway sleaze just total douche. Just, ugh. So she is offered some coke from her boss. After he which, does some. Why not? You know. Yeah, we're at work. Do hard yeah. drugs at work. Why not? And so, instead of just saying, you know, thanks for the drugs, <laughs> she drops down, or should I say, bust down Tatiana. Yeah, she she got a good snort, and then yeah. they start to make out, and then, yeah, I was not anticipating that she would drop down like that. Yeah. So quickly. There was no, it was not, it was no kind of, like, lead-in, there was no transition, it was just, like, <laughs> turn around, boom, and he must have yeah. known coming because his pants were already down so I was just like all right maybe this is a thing they've done before seemed pretty natural for them yeah so she's just like it's um to quote our first podcast favorite line from polar it's <laughs> blow time mister <laughs> right <laughs> and it really was blow time. <laughs> yeah without I, the murder without uh, the murder Right, and all I could see was multiple human resources issues. Like, that scene, I was like, there's so much wrong with this. Right. So much. I mean, if the setting were in their home, 
and everyone's consenting to everything, fine. But really, at work, the doors yeah. aren't even locked. No. No, they were not. They mm-hmm. were not. And um, Yeah, hating ass hater walked in. <laughs> the, the, the slightly older blonde who you could see right. in her eyes like she just it was a very game recognized game like <laughs> what are you guys doing when she walked in <laughs> um so yeah so that happens and then she just kind of like goes home to just let her hair down and do more drugs and <laughs> that's when blue come like she runs into blue and brings him home, and her roommate, of course, is like, "Oh my God, what is this Puerto Rican dude doing in here? Like, all my stuff is here, my camera. Like, he's gonna steal." <laughs> and then his friends come through the fire escape. Like, you're not gonna leave us that. Like, we want parts. Yeah, because they like he was standing out there, and they're like, "Oh, so you're just gonna leave us down here?" And he made a comment like, "Oh, they're just mad because I got in the castle first. And I'm like, the castle? Right. It's an apartment. Because she's in it? It's now a castle? Please stop. Right. But yeah, so those, they all climbed to the fire escape and came in. And if I were Katie, I would have been pissed too. Like, who are these people? They're just letting up in the house. Whether right. they're going to steal or not. We do not know them. Right. Um, and she should have stuck to her guns. But nope. Before long, Katie's parked on the couch also too. Smoking she's weed. Joined- in getting it in mm-hmm. she has armpit hair they're very taken aback by that <laughs> she's like oh, you've never seen a a real woman or a natural woman or something i'm like this okay it's just overwhelming um yeah i think from there old girl <laughs> i never know these characters names and blue were outside i think on the roof mm-hmm. and they're chatting about whatever and then they start to make out and then they just start to have sex on the roof yes which means that she basically had sex twice in one day with two different people now my thing about that is there was not a a toothbrush a swish in the mouth of Listerine. So you pretty much, you suck this man's penis and then slob this other dude down in the mouth. Like, this is why y'all don't mm-hmm. know each other. <laughs> right. You don't know each other. All I could think was, ew, ew. You don't know where her mouth has been. And if you had known where her mouth was, you wouldn't be kissing her right now. But, you know, whatever. That's what they wanted to do. So they had uh, sex standing up on the roof. Mm-hmm. And that was the beginning of their their love affair. <laughs> ah. Yep. So some kind of way um, she sees the drugs that he's dealing. And <laughs> she's like, hey, oh, man, pretty. you could be making so much more. Like, come to this party. So she's having to go to this party for work. And she's like, you know, tell your friends, get with my friends, we can be friends. <laughs> Is that I? And that I would come too? to the party. <laughs> and he's like making all this money from the clientele that's there. Who it's just like debauchery. It's Sodom and Gomorrah up in this party. It's just like and it's people the are. Open. I'm like, Is the this Studio Fifty Four? Like, what's happening here? 
Yeah, the boss told her to go. Like, she said she didn't think she could make it. And I don't know what he was, like, trying to get at. I I don't know what he was saying to her, but he was pressed for her to go to this party, and she didn't want to go. Right. But then decided to go anyway. Um, The one thing I was going to say before, he seemed to have a problem with people who used Coke. Yeah. Because he was like, I don't like when people use that stuff. Like, getting all in his feelings. And I'm like, but y'all just met yesterday? Or, like, a day ago? <laughs> How do you care? Um, yeah. Yeah, but to just go, like, back to the party. Yeah, it was... There was a lot going on. There was a oh. whole lot going on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Clothes were coming off. People were dancing. And yeah, the the crew of guys realized that they could uh, make good money mm-hmm. around all these, you know, Caucasian people with, uh, you know, money to burn and got a hankering for some coke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Just a> hankering. <laughs> right. So he, um, so he's like, yeah, like I mean, we can do this. Like, let's do this regularly. Like, let's sell. Like, let's go get more drugs and mark the price up and sell more. So they go visit Lloyd, who is, like, living in somebody's basement. Before Lloyd, there was an interesting transition. It's like they really slept. Because they all, it was like all of them, you know, Katie was there. They were all, like, in, I don't know if this was, like, an Uber type thing or what, but they were all riding around in this car, and they're still, you know, getting high, doing whatever, making out in the backseat. I think Katie at one point had to get out, and I don't know if she was going or what. Go to work. Yeah, that, okay, that was a school. She was working at a school with very small children. And she threw up and then goes in. And one of the moms, like, you can see, you can't see her face, but you can tell that was a mom who was disapproving of what she just saw. Like, wait, what? Right. Because uh, it looked like a very shishi poo poo school. And you exactly. just, like, throw, you have on last night's clothes, which I know she probably smelled like a whole skunk. Mm-hmm. And she throws up everywhere and just goes in the school. I mean, talk, talk about the, look, just talk about the privilege. Right. If she were anything other than a white woman, <laughs> she'd have been gone. Like, right, ah, like the way Justin Timberlake left insane, like just <laughs> out of there. Um, but she, yeah, she stumbles in, she goes to work. The dudes that are in the car, I don't know what happened, but there was some sort of argument and Blue kicked him out Yeah. and made them walk. And then he just rode around with her in the back seat and they're having sex in the back seat and she's just kind of riding around with him and at some point he has to make a stop and that's when we get to this this uh basement apartment or what they like to call a garden apartment <laughs> make it sound more appealing <laughs> yes one time for the uber driver who just definitely was driving them around, driving them around letting them have sex, like, not seeming face at all. He was looking in the rearview mirror, like, oh, for real? Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, almost yeah, so they... a confession <laughs> moment. <laughs> 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 
But yeah, they go see Lloyd, who is just disgusting. Mm. He looks Steph like a Harvey. Um, and for unknown reasons, Leah is sitting on his lap and testing out the coke. Well, he wanted her. So Lloyd was very distrusting. Right. She was out sitting on the stoop and some guy comes by and talks to her. And I think she asks him for a cigarette and he's like, you shouldn't be here. Right. Just, why? Um, <laughs> I don't know if she said that, but everything that she says to me is like, oh my God, why? Um, <laughs> so, Blue comes out and was like, I need you to come in here. So I was like, oh no, is he going to try to like pimp her out now? But right. I didn't trust that the cocaine was any good, I think. Mm-hmm. So he made her, I don't know why she had to sit, sit on his lap, like gross, but he made her snort it first. And that was the proof that mm-hmm. it, like, he wasn't going to die from it, I guess. He wants a kilo of cocaine. And I mean, my, my trapping days are over. So I'm not really <laughs> sure if that's a lot. <laughs> not my trapping days are over. I but, have um, no idea. I but I feel like a kilogram I don't know I feel like it might be is that what these rappers are talking about when they say keys flipping birds I don't know let's just assume keys and all that but I think it's it has to be more than one because if you think a gram of something is not a lot Mm. a kilogram I'm guessing is smaller than a gram okay don't get me to try to do math in my head at this hour <laughs> <laughs> with one glass of Pinot Grigio um, but in my system. What I do know is it's expensive because of the amounts that they're tossing around, like, how much they can sell it for. Yeah, it was like, wasn't it, I think it was like maybe, it was over $10,000 worth of yeah. it, I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So yeah, so they so Lloyd agrees to give him a key, and they go to celebrate at a diner because you know why not? Hey, and that same raggedy customer of Blue's. It seemed like he only had one customer. So yeah, so he, he comes comes and is like banging on the restaurant window, and um, she just. This girl also seems so like she always seemed like out of it, and I'm I'm sure a lot of it had to do with the drugs. Insane. But like she just seemed like so spacey and like she had no no street smarts whatsoever. And this is coming from me, a person who grew up in the mean streets of Swickley, Pennsylvania. <laughs> I was like, even my Swickley ass would know. Like he got up and left the drugs in the chair to go to the yes. customer. So I'm like, what are you what are you doing, first of all? Why are you leaving all that cocaine unattended? And then she gets up and starts kind of pacing around the restaurant. And I'm like, girl, really? You're not gonna keep your eye on the drugs? Yeah. Oh, oh. I'm just saying, common sense. It's seven thousand dollars worth of anything. You don't just get up and walk away from it or ten thousand. If it's thousands of dollars worth of something you don't leave it unattended unless it's like your car or something. <laughs> and yeah. I locked it and went into work. But yeah, so she left it sitting in the seat. So did his dumb ass. They're immaculated <laughs> dumb ass, Evan. <laughs> There's not. So yeah, so he's arrested. 
goes to jail. Um, she goes to visit him. Like at least she's like, fallen video. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, yeah. why? Yeah, like they're not. They haven't. Maybe I'm off on the time that's gone by, but it seems like it's less than a week. Right. Why are you visiting someone in jail that you barely know? Like, why are you? I don't know. But they seem to be very attached to each other very quickly. Right. And, and I get it. And I get, um, you know, when you're in your young 20s, like, you're still. Your brain's not fully formed. Right. So you're still developing the part of the brain that's responsible for making good decisions. Mm-hmm. And um, you're still very motivated by, like, what feels good. But, like, he made some statement, like, I'm going to take care of you. He did say that. He said that. um, Like, on day two. Yeah. Like, like, girl, this is a red flag. Get out of there. Run. He's a fuckboy. Not to mention, okay, so within a couple days of meeting you, she has sex with you. And then you ask her if she has a man. Why do you want to be her man? Like, right. if you think she has one and she's already slept with you, she's probably not going to be a faithful girlfriend. Right. Maybe he doesn't care about that. But, yeah, that whole I'll take care of you thing. What? Mm-hmm. You can barely take care of yourself. He seemed very, like, needy. I, yeah, I'd like to know his backstory. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like we missed a lot of the character development. Yeah. Like, Sorry. why do you hate when people do coke? You know, we saw his grandma, so maybe, like, maybe it's a, like kind of implied that maybe that was his mom's problem, right? Or maybe it was just something that, you know, something that he could have been exposed to when he was younger with family members in general, right? But, yeah, they both seem to have, like, weird attachment issues, which is interesting because I was listening to the friend zone today and they were talking about attachment theory and, like, people's attachment styles and relationships. So when I was watching this, I was like, hmm, what's their attachment style? Mm-hmm. It's not healthy. Um, so, yeah, so they, so she, you know, is going to see him in jail. She's like, I'm going to help you get out of here. <laughs> When you have white woman power, it's like, come on, girl. I'm going right. to get you out of here. With what? Right. What money? I'm sorry. That scene was not realistic because you can't dress like that going to visit somebody in prison, number one. <laughs> and at one point, her whole boob came out. Like, she took it out. Yeah. And then lifted, put her shirt back up. And I'm like, that does not that does not go down in the visiting room. Oh. <laughs> Whoever whoever did that scene has never actually visited anyone in prison. Right. And I read a piece where they were saying that if this was directed by, so this was directed by a woman, because they were saying, um, you know, the girl was being objectified like 10 minutes into the movie. Mm. And she seemed to be okay with it. So that's why I was like, all right, well, if you want to be objectified, cool she like she didn't even seem to feel any kind of way about it she was just like there were no moments where she was pondering like hmm should I have done that or what am I gonna do next she was just kind of like flying by the seat of her pants Mm -hmm. and just 
like the I don't know. I just feel like if you're living life that way, wouldn't you be more reflective? But I mean, maybe if she's enjoying herself, she doesn't feel like she has anything to reflect on. I don't know. It was a lot of poor choices that could have got her killed. Yeah. So the whole time, I'm just like, girl, what are you doing? <laughs> mm-hmm. You could die. Yep. Not not feeling like anything was going to happen to her because, you know, of who she who she was. Mm-hmm. She's young, number one. Younger people have a tendency to not think that way. Number two, you know, well, we know what the movie's called. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she's like, well, you know, I have the stuff. And he's like, take it back to Lloyd immediately. Mm-hmm. And does she? Of course not. No, she decides to get a lawyer. Yep. And tells the whole story to a lawyer. Right. Is uh, Mr. Big. First off, <laughs> sex in the city with douchey hair. Right. Like, were his tips frosted? <laughs> I don't know. They they should have been if they weren't. <laughs> I think there was a little color up there. Just but I was so bothered. No, you're Mr. Big. Like, you got class. <laughs> right. What's happening? <laughs> yeah. So she went and gave, like, she told the whole story to him. And said that she could get him the money the following day. I think the retainer was like $2,500. And um, what, wasn't the next scene of them like cooking up crack or coke? I don't know what they were doing, but they were back. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So that's another reason that she's a bad girlfriend. She doesn't listen. She hard-headed. Mm-hmm. He knows better. He said this will be his third strike if he gets locked up. And mm-hmm. it's a 20-year minimum. But, like, who do you think you are that you would know better than somebody who's been experiencing this sort of thing? But, you know, youth makes you think you know everything. And whiteness makes you think you know everything. Put them together. What? Yep. um so what so yeah so she um puts this dude on retainer and so in the meantime i hope i don't know if i'm skipping ahead she she tells her boss you know that she needs to get she needs to sell this stuff Mm, yeah because she's trying to sell it all right now, I don't remember if it was then that she was trying to sell it all or after she had her second meeting with the attorney and he handed her that uh that statement for over $13,000. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, th- I can't recall if that was what made her freak out. I think it was. I'm not sure either. I'm not sure either. But the bottom line is that she she needs to raise the rest of this money to pay him and so they have basically a rave yeah so they're there so it's her and katie and they're there with the other two dudes from the crew and these dudes are pissed because when they were like bagging up everything getting ready to take it to this rave they were like 
he would never do this for us. Why is it that we're always working and he's not doing anything? And she's like, oh, my gosh, he would do it for you. And do the plays Mars Blackman was like, no, no, he wouldn't. I know he wouldn't mm-hmm. do this for me. So he's already pissed. It's like this dude is in jail and I'm still working for him to get him out and I'm not making no money. Mm-hmm. So they weren't getting paid for that. Well, maybe they were making a little extra. Um, but yeah, when they get to the rave, they are dancing and very slickly giving people their drugs. And a, there's a bouncer. He sees the two dudes and is like, you got to go. And then I think they get into a fight. Yeah, they get into the fight. The guys get kicked out. They all, you know, the two chicks run after them. And at some point, one of the dudes got, like, pissed and walked off. And Katie ran behind him, her friend. So Mm -hmm. she was just left out there in the cold in her slip. Because that's all she had on. (laughs) Yeah. What happened from there? So she basically, so yeah, so she, um, you know, I mean, the party's like a huge success, but she, because she has done so many drugs, she uh, wakes up and all the people are gone and all the money's gone. Oh, no, that's the second party. So the first party is when they get kicked out. Okay. And then at some point, she runs into Lloyd. And Lloyd runs up on her and is like, where are the drugs? She's like, I don't know. He, like, grabs her breast and, like, squeezes it. Yeah. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. So that happens. And then um, somehow the money was, I don't know what happened to um, to all the drugs. But I know she reaches a point where she feels like she needs to go to her boss to ask for the money. Mm-hmm. So she has sex with him, wakes up the next morning. She's very hesitant to ask. He asked her how much she needs. She just shows him the paper, and he's like, 13000 So she's about to walk out. He's like, no, come back. So it's like, dang, you do have it like that? Okay. Um, so I guess he gives her the money. Because she's able to go back to the attorney, pay him. And then somewhere in there, I know she visits Blue again, but lies to him again. Because he's like, I can't afford that lawyer. And she's like, oh, he's doing it pro bono. Oh, yeah. And she's like, for free. Like, no, he is not. You just gave that man Mm $13,000 from drugs that you were supposed to give back to Lloyd. Right. Mm. (laughs) but yeah but that doesn't even work out because then there's the other rave where um the boss i guess doesn't give her the money but sets it up so that she can sell whatever drugs are left she's making all this money she's gone she is so high at this party right taking her shirt off the other chick that works with them the other hater was there and She's trying to help her keep her clothes on, and it's insane. And I got to say, like, even though I'm this, the plot of this movie is, like, insane to me, I really did enjoy watching it. And whoever this actress is acted her ass off. She did an amazing job. It was very believable. 
I'm like, girl, you're either like this in real life or you dug deep. Um, she was lit, like just gone. And then something happens and, you know, they're with her. They're supposed to be looking out for her. And then next scene, she wakes up mm-hmm. and she's digging through the trash. There's people still laying around the rave and all the money is gone. Mm-hmm. So she goes back to the old boy's house. The chick is there and they're like, oh, my gosh, what happened? Where were you? And <laughs> she was like, I was with you. You left me. And they're like, oh, but we tried to find you. And whatever but then she's like so where's the money it's gone and they're clearly lying because they're like what (laughs) oh my gosh for real all of it and it's like (laughs) yes all of it and you guys left me and I don't have it so she's putting two and two together the guy doesn't really say much she just kind of has a look on his face but the woman is like she's doing a mean girl smirk and she's like well you know just money you'll figure something out I'm like damn you got <laughs> still, she's a black belt white girl right. <laughs> you just right. got you just got your yellow because you just got <laughs> you met <laughs> you met a black belt white woman because she just mean girl the shit out of you um so that's when she freaks out she doesn't know what she's gonna do so she tries to get you know a little cute little gussied up, pulls her hair back with her friend and uh, puts on some red lipstick and goes to the attorney and is like, yeah, so don't have it. (laughs) And, you know, I really love my friend and, you know, there has to be something and it's not fair and blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm like, yes, cry, cry, girl. (laughs) <laughs> white women white girl tears are gonna save your life I wish my tears mattered my life would be so different um, <laughs> yeah so she's trying her best to get him to make some sort of compromise he's not budging he still has a creepy look in his eye so she gets up she walks out and I'm like get back in here and of course he's like come on back <laughs> So she comes back and they go to dinner. And they're drinking wine and dinner's great, I guess. And she kind of gives him a little signal that lets her know that or lets him know that she's interested. She like touches his hand or whatever. And they end up going back to her apartment. And this is where I started to freak out because he's snorting coke. She's passed out on the couch and um, just, you know, trigger warning. He just decides to take what he wants from her. Mm-hmm. Um, this was really alarming. And especially, like, I don't know. I'm surprised that the actor, Kristoff, took this role. Because mm-hmm. it's so not him and it's so gross and creepy. Like, I don't know. In my mind, I feel like actors should be, like, taking the roles they want. But at the same time like auditioning for future roles with the role they're currently in so I'm like Chris what are you auditioning for like what <laughs> yeah what other work do you intend to get out of this mm-hmm. um but yeah it was very tough to watch and he was just saying 
disgusting things. And, um, you know, but he did promise that he would go into the courtroom and work some magic and uh, help get her uh, her friend slash boyfriend or whatever he is out. And he does just that. Like, she's all upset. Her friend's consoling her the next day. I mean, like, rightfully so. And then um, she's laying in bed and wakes up, and ta-da, it's blue. And he's, like, <laughs> you know, giving her this long, loving look and, like, caressing her face. And she's like, oh, it's you. Like, you know, they just look all in love. It's like, y'all have not even known each other for a full 30 days, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so then what happens after that? Oh, he cries. Which makes sense. I mean, he was facing up to 20 years in prison. Mm-hmm. He just got thrown out. And he gets to come home. So, you know, they're just kind of having an intimate moment. And they eventually go out on the balcony or the roof. And, uh, yeah. Old boy proposes. <laughs> Pro. Poses. And she's like, uh, we're so young. And he's like, but this kind of thing doesn't happen very often. Like, so, yeah. And the whole time I'm sitting there, I'm like, so y'all are real happy and giggly and stuff because he's out and y'all are together. But are you forgetting the looming, like, problem of Lloyd? Right. It's like they completely forgot about him. So they go walking mm-hmm. down the street holding hands. It's like beautiful music playing in the background or whatever. And then, <laughs> surprise, nigga, like, here comes Lloyd. And <laughs> 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 runs up on both of them. And he's clearly trying to, I think he's trying to kill Blue. He roughs them both up. And Blue, I don't know, I guess Lloyd had the wrench. Right. Yeah. So Lloyd has the wrench. I can't believe I remember all of this. <laughs> but I'm like so surprised. And I'm like, wait a minute. This is really how the movie went. <laughs> Good job, Autumn. But yeah, so he gets the wrench and he beats Lloyd about the head and shoulders and kills him. <laughs> he is laid out in the street. The cops are coming. So Sean, who's my brother, we were... In my mind, I'm like, okay, it's a wrap for him. And Sean's like, no, but that's self-defense. He was rescuing a white girl. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Looks like he's got priors. And the cops really had it out for him. Mm-hmm. Maybe if he had no prior convictions. But, nah. Like, they were already tied up into some BS. And now this goes down. So, yeah. Old boy gets picked up. Carted off to jail. <laughs> probably going to... uh actually have to serve those minimum of 20 years now which is uh, just oof, okay um and she's crying I think she's crying she's at least like visibly upset and then the next scene she's just sitting somewhere and my brother was like where is she I was like her ass probably at school <laughs> and sure enough and she's sitting there in class like looking all weird and uncomfortable obviously because she like why don't you tell us about your summer vacation like she had uh an epic summer vacation not in a good way but 
Yeah. And that's how it ended. And I, yeah. it made perfect sense. Like, it was the perfect mm-hmm. ending. Like, she interferes and gets into this guy's life. And... Messes everything up. Ruins everything. I mean, granted, he's also an adult. He can make his own choices. But they were both, like, doing the same grimy stuff. Mm-hmm. When it comes to selling drugs. And she gets to go to school... And probably go on to, you know, do whatever she wants to do with life, and his life is over. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So she. So um, one thing I wanted to say about him having to go to jail, and this is slightly off the subject, but I was reading, um, I was reading this one website, which is a Pittsburgh-based website, and it's about. Um, it's called Stop the Killing, Embrace Life, and it t- just talks about, like, different um, people in the Pittsburgh area who've been, you know, murdered or whatever. Mm. But they had a compilation on there about um, inmates who have, um, how they reacted to their sentencing. So, like, mm. a lot of them get, like, life in prison. And so one of the dudes took a cyanide pill. And, like, died in the courtroom. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes. And I just wonder, like, I mean, you know, you you read about it, you hear about it, you see different things about jail and um, how psychologically damaging it is, especially when people go to, like, prison versus jail Mm -hmm. and they're away for a long time. And some of these prisons are just really awful. Mm Mm-hmm. And, I mean, when you hear, like, five years, it doesn't, I mean, it's a long time to, like, it It doesn't sound like 20 years, but, like, what does that feel like to the person that's in there? Like, five, like, 20 years, like, that just, whew, I probably collapsed, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I have a lot of thoughts on that, but I could do a whole, like, podcast, like, just a separate podcast on that. But, yeah, so that was White Girl. Um, I did, I mean, even though I was alarmed by what I was witnessing, like I said before, I did like the movie. It is on Netflix. I would recommend that people watch it. Um it's kind of like if kid, like the movie Kids went to college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Absolutely. Yeah, that's. I feel like the last time I was that alarmed by a movie and engrossed at the same time was when I saw the movie Kids. When mm-hmm. I was still a kid, like, ooh, I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> people mm-hmm. my age live like that? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but... Yeah, this movie was crazy. Did you feel seen at all? Um, sorry for saying crazy. That's ableist. I gotta learn to stop saying that. Um, I can't. I can't say that I did. I mean, I guess if I'm being honest with myself, I can kind of see myself in Leah. Oh, Leah, being <laughs> like from Swickley. Oh yeah, being because she her character's from Oklahoma City. Yeah. Oh, um, small city, small town life. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but no, not really. Not not completely. Yeah, I I did not feel seen. Um because even though I also come from a small town, like I didn't lose my mind when I left home. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was pretty much the child my mother raised me to be, <laughs> which was why I right. was about to leave home in the first damn place. <laughs> right. So unlike a lot of people who are like, oh my gosh, I'm a freshman at FAMU, turn up, have fun. I was like, but I have class. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I mean, we as black, we as young black women, we don't get the opportunity. Like if we want to be promiscuous, if we want to be, you know, using heart drugs, like, we, I mean, we just, I just feel like we're not a demographic that is given permission to just act a damn fool. And be young, and make mistakes, and get second chances, and granted, there are um, young Black women who don't care about that, and still do what they want to do, and I've always admired that, because I just don't have it in me, like, I've always had it in my head, like, girl, one mm-hmm. little misstep and it's over for you. So you need right. to walk <laughs> the straight and narrow path. Um, but uh, yeah, in general, you know, young black women are, you know, people make assumptions about us and want to make us like, you know, fast and talk about you know, us running the streets or doing whatever, even though, like, you know, young women are just being kids and having fun. Um, so, yeah, I think that's part of the reason why I didn't wow out college. But at, also, I'm just an old person trapped inside of a younger person's body. So I think that pretty much was the reason. But, yeah, I think the only part that I saw of myself in the movie was the mother who was dropping off her child at school and gave the disapproving look. <laughs> I was like, that would be me. <laughs> like, I know you're not about to teach my baby. I walked right. right in that school and been like, that one right there. <laughs> Get my child out of her class immediately. <laughs> right. Yeah, but this movie was definitely... I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I was audibly like saying, what the fuck? The whole time I was watching. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Sean and I had a lot of jokes. (laughs) We were concerned about old boy's hairline because he had on a hat. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And Sean was like, his forehead's kind of big. And I was like, well, it depends on how much forehead is up underneath that hat. (laughs) (laughs) That hat better come right at his hairline. Otherwise... (laughs) But then we right. saw that come off, and I was like, oh, it really was right in his headline, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Phew. <laughs> girl, white, girl, white, girl. Yes. Um, I would like to see more of this actress, because I think she's talented. And I think, like, I, um, we were reading that she... I think it might have been nominated for a couple of things because she's in Homeland. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't watch Homeland, so that's why I haven't seen her. But I think she deserves more work because she did a, an amazing job at playing just a reckless, drug-using, free-spirited, 
young white girl. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not, I didn't hate it. There was a lot <laughs> of, um, but you know, it's just like, uh, something that I read online. It's just like, Hey, we were raised on kids and, um, spring breakers and bully. Like we've seen, we've seen works of fiction and we've seen documentaries that are like a lot more like I th- I think some of this movie was like trying to be edgy and trying to be like shocking and provocative and oh, oh let's yeah. let's let her be topless like 80% of the movie yeah but I just I read that um they called the movie sexy when I was looking at one of the reviews I was like I would not call this sexy no unless you think that not washing your legs and just letting soap <laughs> run down that is completely clean. Because I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm like, it was just, I, she was just being gross. Like, yeah. gross in terms of she left work. She definitely didn't go home and take a shower. She just, like, changed some clothes and ran back out. And then she's having sex. So I'm like, you probably smell. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> no one was clean in this movie. I think everyone was dirty. That apartment looked dirty. <laughs> Everything mm-hmm. was just nasty. Ugh. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. I mean, I like I said, I I enjoyed it for what it was worth. Yeah, and I enjoyed it in general. It held my attention. That doesn't always happen, but at no point did I feel compelled to pick up my phone. Uh it was definitely captivating, not necessarily mm-hmm. in a good way, but it was. So that is it. <laughs> this has been another episode of I Feel Seen. Um, make sure to like the show, subscribe, give us like you know five stars on iTunes and great reviews and all that good stuff on whatever platform you happen to listen on. We're pretty much everywhere, I think, except for, what do you call that? iHeartRadio, but we're working on that. In the next few episodes, we should be on iHeartRadio as well. Um, Follow the show on Twitter. Feel Seen is the... uh, the the handle feel seen also on IG you can email us if you want to ask any questions make comments suggest movies at um feel seen at gmail.com you can follow me on social media if you feel compelled to do so uh, <laughs> um autumn woodland on twitter and autumn underscore woodland on IG because there is another Autumn Woodland in this world and she got the Autumn Woodland without the underscore. Boo. I mean, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> She's West Coast Autumn. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Nia, I'm I'm gonna mess up your handles. So, <laughs> what's your Twitter and IG? Um, my Twitter is who is NJS. And my um, Instagram is Nia's funny. Yeah. So follow us. Like I said, I cannot say it enough. 
subscribe, 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 download, and give us five-star reviews. It'll definitely help out the show. And spread the word. Tell your friends about this podcast if you enjoy listening to it. We would really appreciate that. Um, Let's see. Is there anything else we want to touch on before we completely wrap things up? Uh, Let me think. I don't. I don't think so. Um, I'm trying to think. I haven't really watched anything worth mentioning. I don't <laughs> think. I've been watching Jailbirds. Mm, how's that? <laughs> Woo! So pretty entertaining. Okay. They connect with the uh, male inmates through the toilet. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Is this um a uh, uh like fiction? No, this is reality. Oh, nice. reality TV in the Sacramento County Jail. It's a Netflix original series. <laughs> oh my. Um. So yeah, I've I'm toying with the idea of maybe having my brother come on and do recaps because I would do the show no justice, but. <laughs> Shock the voices and, you know, his quick summaries. Yeah, pretty funny. So we might have him come on and talk about that. I'm trying to think if I've seen anything else that is worthwhile. Uh, hmm. No. Unless I'm drawing a blank and watch movies over <laughs> the weekend and completely forgot about them, which is likely age does that to people but yeah so check out white girls white girl white girl (laughs) let us know what you think fortunately no white girl actually harmed in the making of this film (laughs) Um, mm. Mm -hmm. the whole time i know i just sound like an old auntie old black mama watched the movie just, oh girl <laughs> baby what are you doing oh no oh no there was a lot of that <laughs> all right so thanks again for listening and we will hopefully get on a little better schedule we're getting these episodes out to you we're gonna try to aim for once a week but we're human and we have things happening yes part of it is my fault because i had my birthday a couple of weeks ago and was like, I'm not doing anything but drinking and <laughs> trying not to cry because I'm almost 40. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> not if there's anything wrong with that. You can either be almost 40 or be nothing at all. But right. you know, I go through my little existential crises throughout the year and I usually have like a major one before my birthday so that's why there's no recording because I have too many feelings all right so (laughs) (laughs) ah we've taken way too long to wrap this up (laughs) (laughs) thanks again for listening to us yes thank you guys we really appreciate it people seem to really like the acrimony review good and a lot of people were listening from Mexico or was one person who just kept pressing it? No, because I looked, I was like, all of these listens in one day came from Mexico? <laughs> okay. I don't, I'm not complaining. <laughs> right. A listen is a listen. All right, y'all. Mm-hmm. Until next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>